This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. ...on improving behavioral health care for Illinois children. The report makes 12 recommendations for transforming the state's behavioral health care system, among them creating a centralized online resource. Other suggestions include adding more residential and inpatient beds and addressing the shortage of behavioral health care workers. The governor says the long-term goal is to implement universal screenings for mental health challenges in schools. The initial round of voting is underway for the Illinois Manufacturers Association's Makers Madness Contest. A number of Decatur businesses are vying for a spot in the top 16. The bracket-style competition asks the public to decide the 2023 coolest thing made in Illinois. Go to makersmadnessil.com. Voting for this round continues through March 5th. You can vote five times a day. Don't forget nowdecatur.com. Hey, China, double feature. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. House Republicans hold two hearings today, one this morning, another this evening, into the threats China poses to the U.S. from Taiwan to cybersecurity to COVID. The overwhelming weight of the evidence for, for over two years now has been that this virus escaped from a Chinese government lab. GOP Senator Ted Cruz, the Energy Department also says that's likely, but spokesman for the National Security Council, John Kirby, is not so sure. There is not a consensus right now in the U.S. government about exactly how COVID started. The Supreme Court hears challenges today to President Biden's blocked plan to wipe out some student loan debt for millions of Americans. Biden relied on the pandemic to justify expanding the education loan forgiveness program, arguing the financial pain of the pandemic will last for years. The second case deals with individual student borrowers who say they are unfairly excluded from the full scope of the federal forgiveness program. That's Fox's David Spun. Yet another arrest more than two years after the Capitol riot. A Florida man, Jesse Rumson, who wore a panda bear costume over his head. And it's earned him the moniker Sedition Panda. Agents say they identified Rumson via surveillance video when he removed the panda head and looked at the camera. The video also shows the panda man walking up the steps of the Capitol and inside the building, carrying a flag and a camel backpack. Agents say at one point, Rumson grabs an officer's face shield and forces the officer's head back. That's Fox's Tom Regatti. The polls opening now in Chicago. Mayor Lori Lightfoot facing stiff challenges from several candidates, including Paul Vallis. Others in the race include U.S. Rep. Jesus Chewy Garcia, Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson, and Lightfoot, who's been slammed by candidates and voters alike for blaming her dwindling re-election prospects on race and gender instead of the city's crime crisis. Fox's Jeff Manos with the top two vote getters face off on a they all run off in April. America's listening to Fox News. Poor Sam was a mess. Always itching, licking. His paws were soaking wet. He had bald spots on his back. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Two weeks after he started Dynamite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-838-1441. That's 800-838-1441. The head of the EPA goes back to East Palestine, Ohio today, scene of the toxic train derailment. Republican Senator J.D. Vance tells Fox. When I talk to folks on the ground, they're terrified that they're not going to be able to have confidence that East Palestine is safe for themselves, their children, and their grandchildren. Some residents and Republicans say President Biden should go to East Palestine. Instead, today, he will go to Virginia Beach to discuss affordable health care. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the president will use the trip 
to highlight how congressional Republicans would raise health care costs. Some Republicans have called for repealing Democrats' 2022 climate change and health care bill, known as the Inflation Reduction Act, which capped insulin costs at $35 a month for seniors on Medicare and also brought about measures meant to bring drug prices down. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising modestly the day after gains. It's baseball season already. Spring training games underway in Arizona and Florida. And the players are happy about this. The average MLB salary rose almost 15% last year to $4.22 million, according to final calculations by the League's Players Association. That's the largest percentage increase since 2000 and reverses a four-year trend of declining salaries. And when the numbers are calculated for the 2023 season, we're likely to see another big increase. This offseason, teams across the league spent big for free agents, with several players getting massive deals. The biggest spender, the Mets, who have a projected payroll for this coming season of around $370 million. That would shatter the record for highest payroll in MLB history. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. In the NBA, the New York Knicks won their sixth straight game, beating Boston 109-94, knocking the Celtics out of first place in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee is now on top. The Bucks have won 14 in a row. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Finding yourself suddenly unemployed can be a life-changing event, but now Decatur and our community partners are here to help. Now Decatur is offering a resource page for Decatur and Macon residents that include unemployment information, immediate job listings, retraining opportunities, social and emotional resources, and more. The goal is to help you navigate through an event and period that can be emotionally, mentally, and financially stressful for you and your loved ones. Go to NowDecatur.com for the Employment and Retraining Opportunities resource page page. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Mostly cloudy through mid-morning, then gradually clearing, high of 52. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 43. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 60. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 50. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 38 degrees. Your WSOI time is Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. We've got a lot to get to here today. Kyle and Cole will be in the studios. We'll check in with Mark Topper, Dale Coley. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com.
morning and welcome. We're back here on a Tuesday. The wind and the rain are gone, thankfully. What a day yesterday. Man, I, I don't know what the wind gusts were up to. Uh, we were over at uh, Crossing Healthcare filming a bunch of videos uh, back to back to back. Uh, and when we left uh, and got home, it was like sideways. Patio furniture was everywhere. It was, it was crazy. What do we have? Sixty mile hour wind gusts yesterday. Yeah, it it was ridiculous. I I thought I saw the um, that Superman's head got blown off in Metropolis on that. Oh, statue. the big statue. Yeah, so, but I don't know if somebody was just being goofy with how windy it was. I saw it twice. And, uh, and when I clicked, I got distracted. So I, I didn't get the follow up. I'd be bummed out if that's, if that's the case. <laughs> you ever been to it? They could fix. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they could fix it, but still it'd be traumatic. Uh, uh yeah. I, I'm not seeing anything, uh, in the way of just a cursory Google search. Uh, okay, good. but who knows? Yeah. Uh, no, wait, it says no Superman's head did not fly off in high winds. Okay. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Despite the rumors. Okay. Good. Uh, that's just a little photoshopping, I believe. Right, but it's indicative of the type of wind that we were having, that that's even in the The, realm of possibility. The wind was so high, Superman lost his head. Yeah. Yeah, that is, I remember, I'll tell you a very funny story about Metropolis, Illinois. Uh, I have been there, uh, generally have stopped on the way down to like Tennessee or Nashville Mm -hmm. for something when you go through southern Illinois. When we were kids, right? Uh, and we took a trip to Florida, uh, one time, uh, to, I, I assume do Disney World and all of that. We, we did that all the time, uh, uh, but w- uh, usually it was with my grandmother and my mom and her sister and their kids and our kids and they had like a van and we'd go down there and do all this. We went down there one time with my dad and I, I knew or saw on the map that there was a metropolis, Illinois, a home of Superman. And I begged, you know, young kid to stop and see whatever there was there to see. And at that time, there wasn't much. And I just remember my dad being so grouchy about, like, going out of his way to go to this stupid little town. And there wasn't, like, anything there. Right. No Daily Bugle, nothing. No. Just no phone booth. Just Metropolis on the map. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now they've got some like uh, uh, artwork on some yeah. walls and they've got the big statue and they bought kryptonite. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Green rocks. Green rocks. <laughs> Glow in the dark. Ah, ah. Uh, yeah, that was a big thing. Uh, but yeah, they, the big statue is there. They got like the cutout thing. You can like pose behind you yeah, put your head in. It's neat. I haven't been there for a while. Yeah, it's probably been like four years. Yeah, for me. I assume it's still the same yeah. as it was before. Why not? You know, I mean, I don't even know what the origin of the name of the town is. I don't either. Um, I, I had just ran that question through my head like a few seconds ago. Yeah. And I was wrong about his head blowing off, so I don't want to be wrong about uh, the origin. But I, it might be Superman related. <laughs> I mean, like intention, like, hey, we're, it's not a coincidence. They're named the same thing. It might have been in relation to Superman. Uh, how? I, I, well, it all depends. I, I would assume how long the town has been around, right. uh, how long the comic uh, book has been around, and do those things uh, coincide? Metropolis is a city uh, located on the Ohio River. Uh, the Metropolis area has been settled by many different peoples throughout history for thousands of years. Uh, Native Americans, pretty sure they didn't come up with the whole Metropolis, nope. uh, name. Uh, there was a fort that was built during the French and Indian War in 1757. So the history of the town goes back much further than the comic book. During the American Revolutionary War, mostly ethnic French residents of the town were sympathetic to the rebels. After 1794, President George Washington ordered the fort reconstructed. Um, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm not seeing it, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, in his various portrayals, Superman resides in a fictional American city named Metropolis. And on June 9th, 1972, the Illinois State Legislature passed Resolution 572 declaring Metropolis, Illinois, the hometown of Superman. This seems more accidental than it does purposeful. Okay. 
So he has a 15-foot painted bronze. By the way, it's a bronze statue of Superman. So probably not going to lose his head okay, whatever, regardless of the weather. I'll never be duped again. <laughs> it sits in front of the county courthouse uh, and a statue of Lois Lane from the Adventures of Superman stands just a few blocks away. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Each year, on the second week of June, Superman fans from all over the world gather in Metropolis for their annual Superman celebration, which features celebrity guests from movies, television, and the comic book industry. Four-day annual celebration also has food vendors and comics and crafts and other merchandise, as well as discussion panels, auctions, costume contests, and a variety of other events throughout the weekend. The first such celebration was organized by local civic clubs and took place in June of 1979. I was unaware of this event and I've never been. Might be worth trying to check out. It's not far from here. Also, another uh, slip up on my part. Not Daily Bugle, Daily Planet. Come on. The Daily Planet. Uh, what is the Bugle? Isn't that Spider-Man? Where J. Jonah Jameson works? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Peter Parker's um, the photographer. The local newspaper, I guess it's still around maybe, is named the Metropolis Planet, inspired by said Daily Planet, which was the fictional newspaper that uh, Clark and uh, Lois worked <laughs> at, right? <laughs> and evidently, the real town of Metropolis is portrayed in one Superman comic book story, Superman number 92, in a story titled Massacre in Metropolis, which is continued into the adventures of Superman 515 as a town whose citizens idolize what is to them as a real-life man of steel. So the actual town made it into a comic, cool. Superman comic. All right. There you go. His head's made of bronze. It's not laying in the yard somewhere. I, I know. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, but evidently it was something called Metropolis Illinois News that did this breaking. It's confirmed that the wind today blew off Superman's head. Maintenance crews are asking the general public to avoid the area as they fervently uh, uh, tend to retach. I, uh, that's an awkward thing. Probably the Chinese. Um, messing with all our stuff. Man. You always get that that one sentence right at the end. Yep. Uh, maintenance crews are asking the general public to avoid the area as they work fervently into the night to reattach. <laughs> That's really awkward. Yeah, missing missing some structure. That's <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just screwing with us. Somebody sitting in the basement in Beijing. Uh, I was reading yesterday that Canada banned TikTok from government issued phones. And it really occurred to me as I was reading that, like, why wouldn't we have that in place everywhere? What do you mean by that? Like uh, government like, issued phones, meaning if you work for the United States government. Yeah. Why do you need TikTok on your on your work phone? Right. Yeah. And not just TikTok. Like, well, but, I, yes, you can make an that, argument but, for other things yeah. as well. But why would you have why would you be mixing mm -hmm. your government work with TikTok? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I read it like a headline, like it was big news, and I thought, that's just common sense. Why wouldn't that be in place already? I mean, universities are doing this, mm -hmm. and you could argue one way or another about whether the kids like it or not, but if you work for the government and you have a government-issued phone, yeah, you don't have TikTok on it. Yeah, it doesn't seem to make sense, but the line gets real blurry for some people, and they've got their Kroger app on there, and they've got I, their words with I, friends I, and all which that. Which is why... I have always been uh, on the other side of that. I will pay for my phone, and if you expect me to use it for work, then you'll reimburse me some of that cost, but it's my phone. Right. Yep. And there's a there's a lot of reasons why you would want not want to have your work phone and your oh and your personal phone to be one and the same. Absolutely. Yeah. But but we do get into that very gray area like quickly. Mm -hmm. How many email addresses are you going to have, right? I mean, right. what are you going to share? What are you going to I mean, it it's all uh, I I think it snuck up on us so quickly. Mhm. Mm not that email is new, you know, or the phone is new, but the ability to do everything through your phone, it was like, okay, well, we had it. And then five years later, it's like everything's there. Right. Right. Your whole life can be there. Right. And, you know, so I don't know what the right answer is, but man, this didn't seem to be like a headline news thing to me. This seemed obvious. Mm -hmm. If you've got like a government issued device, you shouldn't be using TikTok on yeah. that device. Yeah. I don't think that sounds paranoid at all, do you? No, 
I mean, and, and there's two reasons for it. One, the, the threat fear, you know, which is the real reason. The other is like, if you're just using it to pass the time, don't pass the time on your work phone. Uh, right. And, and uh, even your work phone, I'm being very specific saying yeah. government. Yeah. You know, it's not like if you work at Target, I, I'm talking about <laughs> government. Right. I mean, you'd see some funny stuff sometimes like in the, the Congress, it, you know, like, I, or, or even in the Senate. I remember like one time they caught John McCain playing like solitaire on his phone or whatever. Oh, yeah. You, you know? see that stuff almost regularly. Right. And <laughs> they're not even close to paying attention. <laughs> Tax dollars. <laughs> saw how do you solve the puzzle? Yeah, so I, I don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise me though. People are really stupid about this stuff, myself included. I mean, I'm not putting myself up on any high ladder here. I'm just saying that seems obvious to me. If you've got a government issued phone, you probably shouldn't have the TikTok app or any other thing like that on your government issued. Phone. Yeah, and don't sign up for like Netflix and things using your government email address because. You have to go the other way or even your work address and you don't work there anymore trying to get back to your... That's tough, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're, you're locked out. But it's easy to do. It is easy to do when you have so many emails and, and, and you or more know, than one. Well, right. I mean, But even your email, like your primary email right now, if you're a busy person that does a lot of work or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, you've got junk, you've got clutter, you've got the regular box, you, you've got... I mean, it, it's hard after a while. Yeah. It, it absolutely is. And sometimes you send stuff off from your private one meant to be your work one or send vice versa. Or, I mean, know. I remember thinking, you know, when you would say like, um, oh, can you send that to, you know, my Nick Smith design? I'm like, yeah. oh, what a pain in the ass. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm trying to sort it. No, no, in, I, in, in I life. get it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, God, now I got to worry about what email right. I'm sending it to. Because like then it would like always pull up the other. Yeah. Right. Even it, when you got to type in two more letters. Yeah. What do I got to do here? <laughs> but you're right. It's just a convenience thing. It it all goes the same place in that it lands in my lap, but but knowing where to go find things yeah. in the context of the other emails, it's like you have thirty over here, and then the one odd one that slipped through on another address. I know, I know, I know. It, it is modern day woes. Modern day woes, meaning we have so many ways to communicate mm. that we're really not that effective anymore because it, it's too much. Yeah, it can be for sure. That's why I, I hate when people like Facebook messages, yeah. like, like you, you know, with something relative, like like or relevant, like to mm-hmm. to time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and things without alerts. So like, if so, here's a good example. I emailed a colleague um, at their personal email because I didn't want to go like through their business. Sure. It was like, and they didn't get the email, didn't reply to me for like three days. And so I texted them and they're like, Oh, I don't have alerts set up on my personal account. So I, you know, I didn't know. Right. But my work one, it pings me as it happens. So it's like, sorry. And, and that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you think about Facebook, right? Yep. We have somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, 10 to 12,000 notifications over three or four days. Right. And, and your Facebook message is one of those. Mm-hmm. Easy to miss. It, absolutely. Yeah. And why would you have a notification every 12,000, you, you know, posts or whatever? It just, it, it's not, doesn't make sense because it'd be constant dinging. It, it doesn't stand out. You should assume that there's dinging all the time and check when you can. Right. And that could be in 40 minutes. It could be in four hours, not as they're coming in. Yeah. Or, or you send one at 2 a.m. Yeah. It's not getting checked. <laughs> not then. Uh, no. uh, not at all. All right. Well, good morning and welcome. We've got a lot to get to here today. Kyle and Cole will uh, join us a little bit later in the uh, program. Uh, we'll check in with Dale Coley. I'm leaving an hour early. The show will go on. Okay. Lindsay will be in with you uh, with the Community Foundation and some other stuff that's happening. Uh, she made, oh, my God. We were watching... 1923, not this last episode, the episode before, when uh, Spencer and Alexandra landed in Italy, you know, on their way to Bozeman, Montana. These are the ones that were in Africa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working their way home? Oh, my God. It's it's like, Lindsay's like, are they getting on the Titanic? I mean, it's been one of those things, and they didn't really close it off <laughs> okay. at the end. Uh, but they, they had this thing that I'd never heard of, uh, uh, food. Uh, they were sitting, uh, uh, you know, at this little outdoor cafe. And they had, uh, I, I'm going to screw this up. Uh, uh, is it, uh, Argentina? Argentina? I don't know that one. They're Sicilian rice balls. Okay. Oh my God, Nick. 
Lindsay made them last night. Evidently, people sit at cafes and have these as snacks in the afternoon in Rome uh, and other parts the of, texture? of Italy. Cakey or, or crackery? Crispy. Uh, it's it's like a so, hush puppy. Yes. Okay. A little larger, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's uh, uh, risotto. Uh, and mozzarella cheese, uh, and, and then rolled into a ball and then covered with like a, a batter and then fried oh, okay. like on a, on a ragu bed. Mm. Oh. A dollop of oh. oh, no, mm. they like put the bed, like the ragu down, oh. and then the, the ball on top of that. Nice. Okay. Now, Nick, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't consider myself a connoisseur of Italian food, but I've had a lot of Italian food in my life, and I'd never even heard of these. Yeah, that sounds very cool. They're sort of crispy, deep fried. Uh, uh, you can put the meat sauce in or not, the mozzarella cheese. And in Rome, they're called a little different thing. Uh, but, ooh, are they good? Nice. That's fun. I thought you might enjoy investigating that and Always. trying that at home. Sure. I love to try stuff like that. Love making it's stuff. that perfect crispy outside with the risotto and the mozzarella cheese inside. Oh, nice. So was she happy with the recipe she found or sat there and goes, ah, I would have tried this or that? Uh, no, I think she was very happy. Okay, then I'll get that one from her. Uh, yes. Uh, so Sicilian rice balls. Nice. Put that on your uh, your docket because you'll be happy. All that came from just a throwaway scene in 1923 with two fictional characters sitting in some port uh, of Italy uh, trying to make their way to Montana. Yeah, that's fun. It's, I, I love stuff like that where you can kind of take some a hobby or something you like and, and then explore it elsewhere in your life and have fun with it. I, I think that's great. Yeah. Now, they also, you can make it in like a teardrop shape. I like the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, there's something... I, I don't know the symmetry of mm-hmm. the way it looks. Nice on the bed of ragu. Yum! Huh. Tell you, I'm getting hungry right now just thinking about it. All right, principle for a day today. I was excited. Yeah, I woke up thinking about that actually. Like, I wonder if you put thought into what you were going to wear, if you were going to bring like any accessories. You know, like, you <laughs> I don't know. Are you bringing Nick? Uh, Nick got up thinking about what I'm getting up thinking about. You? Well, well I was excited it. for you to be the principal. <laughs> you know, well, it's it's all just. Title only. Um, no, I, I thought about, you, you know, um, I, I thought, well, I'm just going to wear what I normally wear, uh, comfort, uh, and, uh, you know, I'll just be authentic to myself uh, as I experience this today. Uh, looking forward to it, though. And, and then th- we, we do this in the morning, and then there's a lunch uh, where everyone gets together, like, from all of the principals for a day with their principals. For oh, lunch. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about all that. So everybody convened somewhere together. That yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. We need eyeballs in those schools. I agree. And they used to do this, I, <clears throat> you know, it's been years ago, but this was a thing that was done routinely. I want to say maybe it was Partners in Education, that organization mm-hmm. uh, that put it together every year. And then you'd go to Richland or whatever for lunch afterwards. It's just nice. You're, you're right. I mean, the goal is to get people in the schools to see with their own two eyes, mm-hmm. you, you know, and have that experience. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. The more and more of this... Not if not this exact thing, other things like this, where people can go see for themselves. Yeah. I, I think it's phenomenal. I think best case you walk away and go, man, we've got some really good kids, some really nice facilities, some great teachers and all that. And if you see something that's, you know, a little off the path, you can say, hey, what what about this? And maybe they've not looked at it through different eyes. Yep. You know, so you might be helpful. Yeah, I agree. Spent yesterday uh, at Crossing. Uh, uh, we'll be sharing this product out, uh, uh, not today, but soon. Uh, there is a number of, uh, we, we shot like five uh, sit-down interview videos uh, yesterday uh, at the theater there at the Recovery Center. And I got a chance to meet uh, a woman by the name of Nadine uh, Muscovich, uh, who is from Wisconsin, uh, is a uh, TED speaker, been recognized by the White House and Forbes magazine and a lot of other uh, places uh, as a former addict uh, and someone now who reaches, I think she said that they're like uh, to a quarter of a million kids, 250,000, something like that. Wow. She's spending all this week in the county schools, mm-hmm. which is great because she's from a very small town in Wisconsin, was an athlete and a drug addict. 
uh, you know, eventually ending up on heroin, uh, and getting clean in 2013 and, uh, literally putting together this, this group called Rise Together, which you can find online. And now she goes, uh, and talks to students and parents and, and schools. Uh, and there is still this thing in small town America, small school America, where there are adults that think, not in my school, not my kid, right? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of that left in this world. You know, it's amazing when the Macon County, uh, uh, the Macon Piatt Regional Office of Education will do things and some of these schools will go, we don't need that. It, it's a, I don't know if it's projecting or if it's just naivete or if it's just denial, but there's just still some of that out there. Yeah, I'm a This doesn't happen right. here. Right. But it does. And uh, I really had a very interesting conversation with her about her life and her journey and what she does now, uh, which you'll be able to see soon. Uh, and I found it fascinating. Um, and, and I think what a great way, you know, she's from a really small town in Wisconsin, high school basketball player. You know, all the things that you sort of think of as, you know, pathway to success while she was spiraling as an addict and ended up you know, with the way she ended up and then turned her life around and now uh, donates and makes her, her pathway to making others uh, see that there's another way. And uh, I always think those people are the most interesting. Yeah, that transition, you know, it, it's one thing to beat your own thing and to go on about your life. It's another to go to actually acknowledge to the value own of it. it and yeah. acknowledge it and, and use your pain and your pathway to do good for other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. She was uh, a great interview. Uh, and you'll be able to see it, but she's going to be here all week. Uh, uh, she was heading to like Arthur and like Atwood Ham. I mean, they're doing like the whole yeah. circuit. And I think sometimes those small town schools, that is a really important thing. And as we talked about in the interview, you know, even different than when she was going through this, you know, this experimentation, I, I think there's people my age, uh, or younger, you know, parents that think, oh, well, we experimented and stuff was around. And the difference today, meaning that one time experimenting could mean an overdose or a death just because of the fentanyl. Now this new thing that's, uh, out there. I, I mean, it is so different today than it was 25 years ago. Yeah, the stakes are And that's not old timer no. trying to go, oh, in the old days. No, I'm just saying you, you had ragweed. You didn't have the mm-hmm. stuff with the THC levels they do today. You had stuff that you tried. You didn't know that it would be, it might be laced with PCP or something and you'd have a bad trip, but you didn't die. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of chemists out there want to be uh, chemists. A lot of it. Yes. Low grade stuff made with who knows what's laying around. And right. And, yeah. and the people who the supply chain that it goes to, they don't know anything exactly. about this. And so you end up with kids ending up with, mm-hmm. you know, horrible tragedies or adults or whatever it happens mm-hmm. almost. I mean, how many you can just look at Hollywood. I, I mean, how many people over the last couple of years have died of a drug overdose? Yep. Exactly right. And in the coroner usually in some of those cases say it seems like this is they took three and one would have done it. You know, it's like, yeah, because they don't know. They no. think it's one thing and it's not. And, you know, you're not a chemist. I'm not a chemist. You don't know that on the spot. So important message. I'm glad that they're doing that along with Crossing and the YMCA and other uh, local uh, community uh, organizations. All right. Let's do uh, the break here. And we have the last of us we'll get to here today. They may be. Whoever is in charge of their soundtrack mm-hmm. may be the best, the best operation that's out there in the entertainment world right now. Very good at curating the oh, scene, yeah. Incredible. Last night, I we watched the Sunday uh, episode that was available Sunday night, and you know the "I Got You, Babe" song. They didn't go with UB40. They didn't go with Sunny and Cher. They went with the Etta James version, mm, nice. which is great. There was a great Pearl Jam song. I mean, it just, it's eclectic, but man, does it land. Finds the feeling and the spirit of it. Yeah, that's cool. And and they did a flashback episode. I'm usually not a fan of that, but this series has done it very well. Like where they kind of like, okay, we're going here. Now we're going to take a little break and go backwards. Mm -hmm. We're going to go over here. And and it, it isn't annoying at all. It does it. It adds to it. It gives you a little fill in. It's depth. Yeah. Nice. Really, really, really good. And uh, there, there's a hole without giving anything away because it's only been 
48 hours, but there's a whole thing around a mall. Uh, and is that like not a metaphor for real life? Nostalgia. Yeah. Empty. Video arcade, that kind of thing. Nice. Really, really good. If you're not watching it, uh, it's on HBO and HBO Max, and uh, it is really, 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 really good. Abraham Lincoln Museum and Google are going to partner. Pretty cool story saw yesterday. Augmented reality, nice. But right from Google. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, we'll get to that. We've got a lot on tap here today, including Kyle and Cole, who will be with us on the other side of the break. We'll take that break right now. We'll be back with more right after this. Bank, leading the way to your financial wellness. No matter where your financial journey begins, Pathways Banking Options at Busey are designed with your goals in mind. Busey Bank, building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. The Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau presents Top Things to Do in Our Area This Week. Looking for family fun? Saturday night's nightlife features Roswell at the Crowbar, 99 Proof at Pop's Place, Rock University at Golden Fox Brewing, Laugh-A-Lot Comedy Show at New York Restaurant. The Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau wants you to enjoy every moment of what our community has to offer. Check out their Facebook page for weekly updates and more. Are you looking for a way to reach a wider audience for your business? Look no further than Newhoff Media's integrated advertising solutions. By combining the power of digital advertising with the time-tested effectiveness of radio, you can create a comprehensive marketing strategy that reaches all kinds of local customers. With Newhoff Media, you'll have access to a team of experts who will work with you to create a customized plan that meets your specific needs and goals. Don't wait to take your business to the next level. Contact your Newhoff Media representative today. Start seeing the benefits of integrated advertising for yourself. I'm here to tell you a little about this new program called Save to Help Illinois. Maybe you know somebody who's being bullied, or worse, thinking about hurting themselves or others. If you don't feel safe telling an adult about the things that are happening around you, check out Safe to Help. Safe to Help is not about snitching or getting someone in trouble. It's about helping one another out. You can call, you can text. You can download the free mobile app, and it's all over social media. So what do you say? Let's give it a try. Brought to you by IEMA. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I still thought this was the Super Bowl moment. The umbrella? Yeah, I really did. I was holding out for Jay-Z all the way to the end. I thought, ah, that's okay. It didn't need uh, Anywho, uh, we are back here on a Tuesday. Very busy week. Uh, we've got some entertainment stuff for you. Uh, Netflix is going to do their very first live thing uh, this weekend with Chris Rock. Oh, cool. And you think about it. 200, what is it, 251 million subscribers? You know, you think about the Super Bowl's big with 15 million viewers, like what that might look like. It also would be terrifying to be the first one out, right? I mean, like, right. That was very smart. Yep. He didn't do this Oscars thing. You know, he went out on the road, tested his material, then, you know, almost a year later, a week before the Oscars come out with his live show this weekend on Netflix. I think it'll be huge. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Uh, good morning and welcome. Ride and run each and every uh, Tuesday morning. Uh, Kyle and Cole uh, stop by the studios. Uh, it, this is the, I don't remember a winter like this uh, ever. No. Right? No. Mm-mm. I mean, anecdotally, we just haven't had four weekends in February where it's 50 degrees and you can go outside and run, ride, do whatever you want to do. Grill. Grill food. <laughs> just <laughs> right. like, walk the dog. There are crazy people who go out in the snow and grill food. But well, this has yeah. been like for everyone. Sure. Yeah. So good for business? Unusual? Hard to plan for? What's it been like? Uh, good slash unusual. I yeah. think it's catching people off guard. Uh, I think people had plans like they usually do. You know, March, we'll start getting stuff ready. We'll start thinking about doing things outside. But uh, I think it's, uh, again, it's caught people off guard and, you know, they're not sure. It's like, okay, we'll give it a shot. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, 
doesn't really matter now. February is just last day of February. That's exactly right. We're heading into March, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Lindsay always puts that on the calendar as sort of the day you get to there and you're going to be okay, which it won't be too long from now. Uh, so there we have it. All right, the first gravel race of 2023 this weekend. Yes, yes. That's uh, looking forward to that one. It's been on my calendar, or it's been on my uh, kind of wish list for a couple of years, but by the time I think about doing it, it's sold out. So uh, you got to register back in like November, I think. So, um, but yeah, it's down in um, Alto Pass, Illinois, which is down by Carbondale. It's called the uh, Dirty South Rubai in okay. Alto Pass. So, um, and I did a little research. Rubai is, you know, there's nothing fancy about that. It's a city in France, but it's also the name of a. Yeah, but I love the when you get you can have an X in your name and it's Rubai. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But, so that's that. So where is Alto Pass exactly? Near Carbondale? Uh, kind of. It's like uh, 20, 30 minutes from Carbondale. Okay. It's you know I looked at the route. We're riding around and through the Shawnee Forest. So ah, beautiful uh, that area. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of, walk me through this. What does it mean? How many miles will it look like? So it's 100K, which is 62 miles. Um, and they've uh, limited the uh, number of riders to 500 because, uh, you know, there's Alto Pass. There's, there's not a whole lot going on. So, uh, you know, we can overwhelm the town. Um, but that's the starting and stopping point. All right. How big is that for a race? Just like comparing, you know, it seems like a lot of people to me, but I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, and it's on a shorter course. I mean, yeah, it's 62 miles. So, um, you'll see people throughout the day and, um, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It's good times. You ready? Oh, yeah. All right. That's going to be hard. It's hilly down there, too. Well, oh, yeah. He's ready. He's been training. Yeah. Yeah. Outside. Are you? I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, you were, you seem to be injecting doubt. <laughs> just asking. Did that sound, first race of the season? It's, uh, did that sound like, well, uh, no, he said, are you ready? Just checking. Yeah. yeah. No. I have confidence. It changes. I mean, I lo- I've been looking at the weather. Um, and? Uh, well, as of Sunday, we were supposed to have, you know, snow and yeah. you know, winter morning. And all. I'm like, oh, great. This is, of course, we've had nice weather to ride in. And then it snows. But then now that's out. So. Yeah, I think you're going to be okay down, uh, especially when you get three hours south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's just always like the start's kind of sketchy because there's, you know, 500 people and there's not a whole lot of um, difficult parts. So Do you mind like, that? I, I mean, that is the, to me, I think the most, uh, when you're just watching as a spectator, you, you, you turn on the Tour de France or whatever it might be, all those bikes in such proximity and you just, you know, how do you ride as a horde? You, you know what I mean? Like literally a hive, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you, you know, somebody screws up something to the left of you four riders up can cause everybody to pile. Up. Absolutely. And, you know, my, my saying for that is you can't win the race in the first few miles, but you can definitely lose it. Um, and it's but just, do you have anxiety thing. about that? I mean, is it, does it feel anxious to yeah. you being in the middle of all that? Yeah, there's nerves. Yeah. Yeah. I would so, think so. Especially if the, you know, if the, if it's gravel, um, you know, you might have somebody that this may be their first gravel ride. I remember watching the first Rodney Miller triathlon, uh, <laughs> down at the Lake Decatur, uh, and the swimming part of it, you know, cause it had never occurred to me, you know, and they go off in waves. They don't like not 500 people at a time, but I'm watching people get kicked in the head and, and, yeah. you know, it was like, it's a little violent. I mean, right? Yeah. I don't think you would think that, though. You know, just thinking about a triathlon. Okay, we're going to swim, we're going to bike, and then we're going to run. Uh, but, you know, right off the bat, somebody's, like, kicking and like, accidentally, you know, but everybody's out there just piling on. Yeah. That's, I just. A, a lot of it self-seeds, though, even triathlons. Like, there's the, the few percent that are racing, and then everybody else is kind of out just having a good time, and then other people are just really chilling. So it, Yeah, but you all start at the bit. same time in something like this, right? Or yeah. do you go off in yeah. waves? Uh, same same time yeah same time so you can kind of kind of wander your i mean there's people that get to the start line early because like oh i want to be up at the front um so you can kind of weed out your again and then uh you know there's a lot of people that just ride it you know they're they have no interest in racing it at all so they'll kind of filter themselves to the back so right um but yeah yeah you hope that uh you hope that's a safe start because again yeah, a lot of people that uh, have put some time and effort, and there's a financial uh, a commitment as well uh, to where, you know, if you crash and hurt yourself, then that kind of derails the rest of the season's plans. But uh, 
So, so yeah, it, you asked me the question if there's any nerves or apprehension. Yeah, there is. Everybody just looks so cool, though. I mean, you know, like they're not thinking about it at all. I just, that, that way, I'd be like eating breakfast at start. Uh, 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 I'll, I'll be along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. What about some uh, upcoming local events? So we've got a dirty assumption gravel ride, and I'll make sure to not abbreviate that, her. That, that's not a, uh, that's not an assumption that's dirty. That's actually the town, I'm yeah, assuming, assumption, right? Assumption, Illinois. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So check that event out on our Facebook page. There's some not so PG, uh, route names that, uh, we'll omit okay. this morning, but, uh, now, multiple route options. Uh, the key point is it starts and ends at a brewery around Assumption. So uh, looking forward to that one. I believe that one's March 12th. Okay. Um, well, we've got some time to talk about that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and then also uh, you guys have been hosting gravel rides uh, on Sundays, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like the first Sunday that we got out, it's like, okay, we're getting away with something here. And, you know, it's probably going to snow or it's going to be rough the rest of the month. But, you know, pfft. Here we are, four Sundays in, and you know we're, we've had a gravel ride every Sunday. So um, this past weekend we had a you know a, um, you know friend and customer come over from Champagne and ride, and uh, he brought us some nice beer. So you'd be like him, and <laughs> <laughs> it always helps, right? Yeah, exactly. bearing gifts. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about um, you know is everybody sort of ramping up their spring early because of the the weather? I mean it's just natural. I mean we were sitting out on the on the deck and it's like you know, there's 55 degrees and sunny. I mean, yeah. You feel like it's April or May, right? Exactly. So what's that mean for the shop and people getting ready and stuff on sale? And, you know, I mean, everybody's moving everything up a little bit, I assume. Yes, yes. I think there's a sense of urgency. Um, you know, again, you think that you might have a weekend or two that's that you can get out and ride. But, you know, having a consistent nice weather, I think people feel like they're missing out now. So they feel like they need to catch up. So it's like, okay, well, how quick can I get my bike done? And um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, communicate with us and, and, and also understand that, you know, if you're asking for, you know, a somewhat major overhaul that it will take some time if we have to order parts, et cetera. So, um, but yeah, and same with, uh, you know, some of the items we're selling too. Um, bike racks are going crazy this year. <laughs> just talking to Kyle out in the uh, waiting room and it's, it's, it's nuts. Like we've sold, uh, probably three or four bike racks within the past week or two. Yeah. Um, they've been hard to get over the past couple of years, um, but plenty of availability right now. We get them in a day or two or a couple of days, and benefit about that is we build them for you. So oh, that's no assembly required. That is, those are a little bit challenging, uh, but after you've built, you know, 20, 30, 40 of them, it's pretty easy for us. So, uh, you know, let us take care of that for you. All right. Your open house is coming up March 24th and 25th as we get closer. We'll uh, talk about what that means, but you're bringing in vendors and yep. uh, fleet, fleet side as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be a lot of fun for yep. uh, folks. And, and that's really just, you know, right around the corner. I mean, it's crazy. We're in March as of tomorrow. Correct. Yes. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back. We'll check in with Kyle, see what the, uh, the frosty fifties doing. We, we gotta like win this thing, right? I say we collectively, meaning us here in this community. I haven't put any miles towards anything. Uh, but we'll tell you all about it on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as, that's 800-730-8405. 8405. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. 
and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-337-4548. That's 800-337-4548. 800-337-4548. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We're back here on a Tuesday. Hope you're having a great start to your day. So uh, Nick will be with Lindsay in the 8 o'clock hour. I'm heading over to Eisenhower High School where I am going to be principal for the day, or for the half day, I guess I should say. Uh, do I get a handout, like, detentions or anything? Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, that seems pretty obvious. <laughs> do they do that anymore? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Is the regular principal, like, taking off? No, no. He, he's going to be there. Is he going to do the radio show? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <that'd be> <laughs> Swapsies. <laughs> okay, I'm now looking at it from an entirely different perspective. No. Uh, I'm nervous. It's, uh, they were invited members of the public. They're going to be at all of uh, the schools here, uh, locally. And then we're all going to get together for a lunch uh, a little later this afternoon. Uh, looking forward to it and, uh, excited about it. So, uh, we'll be doing that, uh, uh, this morning. All right. So Kyle and Kohler in studios, ride and run, uh, every uh, Tuesday morning. And, and really, you know, sometimes we feel like, well, we're in here stretching through the winter. Not this year. It's like people have been out riding and running and continue to do so. And it looks like the weekend's going to be great too. Yeah. All right. So the, uh, the frosty 50. It's very, very close, right? Yeah, Decatur versus Bloomington. This is like today, challenge. the last day. Today's the last day to rack the miles. You got to turn in your mileage by tonight, by midnight tonight, and then it like is going to refresh tomorrow at the party, and then we'll know who's who's going to okay, win. What's at the party? What's the party? Uh, we're doing a, a post uh, event party in Clinton, halfway between uh, for both of us. And really? We're the mileage there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good time. So. Yeah. Where does one have a post party in Clinton, just out of curiosity? Uh, I think Snappers. Okay. Uh, I, I wasn't involved in the planning, but I'll be there. I'm going to go to the party. So that'd be good. So okay. we're going to do that tomorrow. So it's really close. Like, uh, yeah, we're, uh, right now we're like 4,900 miles and Bloomington's at 4,740. So only 150 miles between us. So if somebody puts in miles, uh, yeah. And I gotta do a shout out, Julie from Coffee Connection here in town is yeah. leading everybody uh, with only three weeks put in. She's doing about sixty-seven miles a week, Jeez. and her husband's doing like twenty-five miles a week. They're crushing it. So uh, yeah, it's running cool. the shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's uh, she gets up really early. I heard Trevor gonna be these. doing this at midnight. Uh, uh, well, good for them. So that'll be fun. That'll be good uh, meeting some other uh, runners from another. Market and we like we get along really great with Fleet Feet Bloomington and stuff, so it'll be good seeing some of them. So we're doing that tomorrow night. All right, well report back to us. Yeah, uh, shoot me an email or something tonight so we can uh, declare the oh, actual yeah. winner. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. All right, you got yoga going on on Sundays. I know this is popular as yeah. well. Five dollar drop in yoga at ten a.m. Uh, and then yeah, our next big thing coming up is the open house. So we're gonna have a bunch of vendors there, a couple breweries. Papa Murphy's doing pizza. Uh, in conjunction with that, something that you might want to start getting ready for, we're doing the brew run March 24th. So we're going to, uh, it's got a little bit of training involved. So we're going to leave Fleet Feet. We're going to run to door four, which is about a half mile away. And right. then we're going to run from door four to Brew Works, which is about a mile away. And then we're going to run back to Fleet Feet. So it's about three miles. Okay. With a couple of refreshment stops along the way. Can I ask you, uh, and, and, and just out of curiosity, it's not a, a judgment point of view, like, why there is so much beer in your life. I, I mean, it, it seems like every single thing you do. I was just at beer club last night too. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that a running thing? Is that, is that I, sort of a, tr- uh, you know, a trend? Is that? No, nah, it's a, it's a running oriented thing. Yeah. I, you know what? I want, I, I think it's like an active lifestyle thing. Cole just mentioned it after a bike ride, having a beer and stuff. Yeah. Well, like no, that. I don't, I'm not, I'm, there's like a I reason said, that some people do this stuff is so they can uh, enjoy some, uh, they, 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 you know, you could even say frosty 50. I know it's more. Or the weather thing, but it sounds like it, right? Actually, we had mugs that came along. Sure, with you did. Right into the beer, the brew run, the hangover run. 
done. The, yeah. Uh, we got the breweries coming in for the open house. I did do sober October and, uh, uh, uh no drink November or Jan or dry January too. So I did take some time off, but yes, a lot of these things are, I, uh, that's, that's fine. Rotate around those. You, you um, see a lot of, uh, you know, from the, the, the actual breweries, a lot of their advertising is around sort of active lifestyle stuff. So clearly there's they're a the fit. people that have some expendable income and, and like good things. And carbs are okay. Like good coffee, like good beer, like good wine. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it kind of goes hand in hand. So, uh, yeah, we have a, a few of those people coming to the open house and stuff too. So that'll be good. Uh, so, okay, the brew run, it's free registration, but also for $15, you can get a custom fleet feet, like brew, uh, junk headband that we're doing with in conjunction with it. And then the next morning, the hangover run, the 25th, uh, you can sign up for that also and get a custom uh, junk headband. And then we have like, I think every shoe vendor is coming. So we're going to have Asics, Brooks, Saucony, On, Carhu, Ultra. Uh, it's, it's going to be amazing. So you can come demo a pair of shoes on these runs and yeah. go run three miles in them. So, which is really unusual for most parts of retail. I mean, you don't get yes. to like just go, Hey, I'll just wear the suit to the thing today. And then, you know, if I don't like it, bring it back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it went away for a little while. So it's good that all this stuff's coming back online. So it's going to be a really, really good time. All right. So. We're almost out of time. I want to make sure because we talked about this last week. Uh, you guys switched spaces how long ago? Uh, to early 2020, so almost three years ago. All right, and you still have people going to the Spin City door, yeah, thinking that's Fleet Feet, and I'm assuming vice versa. You yeah. guys have the logos on the doors. Uh, we do have the logos on the doors. I gotta say, Fleet Feet or uh, Spin City has the nicer double door entrance with the little uh, thing over the top of it. Uh, ours is the black door to the side. I actually bought a cricket last week and I put like Fleet Feet entrance on our door. So, uh, we are open six days a week, 10 to six through the week and 10 to four on Saturday. I'm not going to lie to you. I was there a couple of weeks ago and I got out of my car and I started to walk the other way. Yes. It just, <laughs> it's muscle memory. We see pe- people do that. I've also seen people get back in their car and start leaving. So I go so, chase okay, them down. So make sure that's what we want to tell you. They're open. Yeah. <laughs> Where do they think all the cars in the parking lot are? Where do they think they're going? I don't know. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we switched three years ago. Our entrance is not the most beautiful uh, with the double doors or anything, but we're the black door uh, to the right that has fleet feet on it. Okay. Uh, and usually an open sign. So just pay attention whenever you come by. All right, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great week and uh, good luck down south uh, this you. weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Well, All right. Nick, as your weather, we'll be back with more right after this. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Mostly cloudy through mid-morning, then gradually clearing, high near 52. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 43. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 60. And then Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 50. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 38 degrees. Your WSOI time is 655. Ready to bank better? You got it. At Staley Credit Union. Just think, better rates on loans and savings. All the technology of a big bank. Trusted in the community since 1930. And when you join, you actually own part of it, which translates into major membership benefits. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. Need some motivation to pick up those running shoes or get the bike tuned up? Just listen in to Ride and Run each Tuesday morning on Buyers and Company. Kyle and Cole will talk about how runners and cyclists are continuing their training, encouraging others, and sharing photos of their journey. Come in and shop at 1088 and 1090 Westwood or shop online at FleetFeetDecaturIL.com or SpinCity.co and listen in each Tuesday at 640 or via podcast at NowDecatur.com. This has been a long, cold winter, so start thinking spring and spring projects and how Moroa Lumber can help. I'm Jen Wood, and I'm inviting you to bring your spring to-do list into Moroa Lumber. Whether it's windows or siding replacement, updating your deck, or building a new home, Moroa Lumber has top-quality building materials to get your job done. 
Plus, don't forget about our rental center to help you with any project. We rent anything from lawn and garden equipment to drywall lifts. For all of your spring project needs, remember Moroa Lumber, 794-2226. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. You know, you got that Maker's Madness thing going on with the Illinois Manufacturing Association. How many Decatur products are in this thing? I haven't seen this year's, but I, I always love taking a look through it. I learned about some last year or the year before that I didn't know were made here. So it's always cool. Uh, I, but I want to say, like, there were, like, seven. Oh, wow. Like, the voting is is the to the, the nomination is done, like, the mm-hmm. nominees. Uh, and then I think through like March 5th and then they get it to like 16 and then they go to eight. And then, the, I mean, it's just like the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought, um, hang on a second. I thought door four was in there. Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of, uh, local companies. Um, the problem is like, I'm looking at the actual cast your vote thing and it doesn't say where the things are from. I mean, you have to like kind of know. Deduce, you have to deduce it. Yeah, daggone it. Um, like I know Caterpillar. Oh, man, they won it one year. Uh, Rivian, I think won it last year, right? Yeah. Uh, there's Mason Manufacturing. That's local, right? There is, man, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to, we, we're about out of time here. I'll, I'll pull this up. I had it saved somewhere where the old dedicated products were listed out. I'll find that and we'll do it on the other side of the break, right? Back with more right after this. This is Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini on Decatur's home for Fighting Illini Athletics for over 75 years. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. Illinois labor officials are investigating Acorn's decision to abruptly close operations throughout the state. Acorn, which is based in Gurney but also has operations in Decatur and Vernon Hills, laid off hundreds of workers last week. The State Department of Labor is investigating because the company didn't file the required 60 days of notice of mass layoffs or plant closures until last Wednesday. The company also has locations in New York, New Jersey, and Switzerland. The Devon has announced award-winning superstar T-Pain is coming on June 8th. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 at Devon Amphitheater. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.